0: podcast, but after dark. That's right. We're no longer talking about horror movies every other week. Now, we're talking about the most erotic, erotic thrillers (laughs) that have ever donned the silver screen. Well, I don't know if there's so much erotic. That's what we're here to decide. And there's really only one person I trust to watch this movie next to me, and I'm very nervous about it. Some of the scenes, I just don't want heard to see me watching the one the only gina radcliffe how are you doing today gina
1: hello can you hear me y-
0: yes i think i can hear you
1: sorry, i'm sorry i'm i'm on my yacht i'm recording oh. from my yacht okay <laughs> i bought a yacht today do you know Excellent. why
0: well, i don't know why what because we me?
1: were featured in variety
0: oh that's right uh, our, famed- our, our our
1: our homely little podcast is is, <laughs> is featured as in a write-up of some of the um let me look at this again the best horror podcast. Yeah, isn't that nice? So so I took that to the bank. I printed okay. it out. I showed <laughs> right. it to a loan officer. I said, uh-huh. please give me $100,000.
0: Okay, sure. And now
1: I have this yacht.
0: <laughs> well, that is a very quick turnaround because although this will be uh, coming out in the, the first Friday of November, uh, the this a- actual article came out at the, the last week of October. So. <laughs> That's a very quick turnaround from article to dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. You figured it out, Gina.
1: Oh, I didn't get any money. I I just oh. I showed them I showed them the article and said, "Well, the money's coming," and they said, <laughs> "Okay, well, here's your loan. Surely you'll be able to pay this back." <laughs> that's how these things um, work, right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly how things work. And speaking of how things work. Let's talk about how assistant district attorneys lead murder investigations with sexy results in 1995's Jade, our first entry in our After Dark series. Now, we've talked about this for a while. We've kind of ventured into this territory a little bit when we covered that one episode of Silk Stockings. And when we talked about the seduction on Patreon, and then eventually uh, when we released that episode on our main feed, when you almost died.
1: Yes. That's still a personal <laughs> favorite of mine. Not the dying, the the the, the episode of, of, of seduction.
0: Yes. And so we figured we don't, listen, there's only three seasons of Hannibal, but fingers crossed for a fourth, but there's only three seasons. Like we can't, go back to that well all the time we we like any delicious meal we want to stretch it out so what better way to prepare us uh for 2022's return of Hannibal than to talk about the sexiest erotic thrillers that Hollywood has ever produced and I I can't think of a better one to start with than William Friedkin's jade
1: we are we are being extremely generous in in <laughs> describing it as both erotic and a thriller
0: <laughs> it is it this feels like joe Estherhouse's um extras uh from the basic instinct file he's like well this is the one part i i i didn't get anal into basic instinct so i really want to get that into a movie well, well
1: i think that's Problem is, like, like he was a little disappointed that nobody by 1992 was shocked by the idea of bisexuality at that point. Right. Yeah. So he had to try a little harder to, to, to you know, freak out the old ladies in the Midwest. <laughs> so you know, hmm, what, what would be absolutely repulsive? Oh, okay, I see. Anal sex and act so horrifying so <laughs> repugnant to human decency that the only explanation of why someone could possibly willingly engage in it is um quote hysterical blindness
0: yeah yeah now this I'm not I'm unaware of certain things uh I wouldn't call myself a sex expert. But do you have to, is hysteric, hysterical blindness uh, attached to your anus? Like, I, I thought that was more like a mental thing.
1: <laughs> but well, it does, yeah, it's not, yeah. Does it well, act that's like poppers? She, she, she just, you know, checks out completely because, you know, in, in her normal life, uh-huh. you know, she she can't even, she can barely enjoy sex with her husband. So, I mean, well, granted, he's a complete scumbag, but.
0: Right. And he's also played <laughs> with zero sexual chemistry on screen by Chaz Palmentary.
1: oh my now, God she she has yeah the the lack of chemistry between anybody in this movie is stunning it it, it is incredible <laughs> to me
0: it is wild like I'm like my guess is there's more sexual chemistry on scene in the average CSI show than this movie which is weirdly stacked in the beyond the the you know main triumvirate of the movie there's just a lot of good people involved in a very trashy shit show that is jade
1: it's a, it's a trashy movie that wants desperately to be a classy movie oh yeah so, so you know you have like classical music on the soundtrack <laughs> oh yes. and and you've got um you know this extremely convoluted plot because you know if you just make it your basic murder mystery, you know it's like it's like oh no that would cheapen it.
0: Right. I mean, this is not so much a who done it, but who didn't do it because at the end there's like fourteen killers, and <laughs> like they're just an endless array of people just thrown at the camera. Like yeah, that person had a role in it. Yes, this person is shooting at people too. They just is a cavalcade of people involved in murdering people <laughs> and,
1: and, and all of this is because everybody is either a sex worker or going to sex workers. yeah, because apparently you know anal sex using a dildo, uh performing oral sex on a woman. It's yeah. so shameful and, and sleazy and embarrassing that, that you you have to skulk around and, and use pseudonyms and and blackmail people to to hide these these you know, these deviant acts you commit.
0: And uh, this is all meant, as you said, to sort of freak out you know ladies in the Midwest, but it all the wildest part. Is that weird to believe that all of the people involved in this movie and hearing this information are going to go, they're aghast at the very idea of anal sex. And why shouldn't they be? They live and work in San Francisco. Like, I'm pretty sure i just going to throw this out here. I I hate to, you know, stereotype the town or anything. But if you are going to be in any town that has a ongoing awareness of what anal sex is... I don't know. San Francisco might be one of them, but this movie treats it like this is happening in Illinois. It's just fucking wild. Well, yeah, it's it's you know,
1: it's the movie is was released in 1995, but everybody's Mm -hmm. sensibilities put this in like 1965, right? And and I and this is and if you we didn't mention the best part is this movie. (laughs) It's directed by William Friedkin.
0: I know. Isn't this fucking wild? This is our second Billy Friedkin movie of the year. And you can't ask for two wilder extremes than The Exorcist <laughs> to Jade. Like, wow, you are in the wilderness at this point.
1: Well, here's what I, here's what I think. I think that this is, he's trying to do his own, he, he's dipping back into his own well. In, in right. certain ways. Sure. There, there's a car chase a la The French Connection. Now, granted, it is the stupidest car chase you will <laughs> ever see in your entire life.
0: But I think that's where you can tell the William Friedkin part is happening because he's all he's suddenly excited to make a movie in those moments where he's like flipping cars and doing all these practical car gags. And you can tell like this for him is the sexy part of the movie and the sex part of the movie is as about as unsexy as it gets.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But but yeah, and then he's dipping into the well of cruising.
0: Sure. Yeah. In which
1: you know he he is you know kind of getting his hands dirty and and going on the grimy side of weird sex and and you know people that take money for sex and people who have to sneak around and hide what they're into because it's yeah. very shameful and and decent society would never understand it and it's just it's it's that but in 1995
0: with yeah.
1: you know oral sex on a woman.
0: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, but that oral sex scene by the way if people are waiting for us to describe the plot that's what that's not what after dark is about <laughs> we are not going beat by beat through this movie we're going all over no, you place. you really need
1: a serial killer wall to to <laughs> like follow this plot and it, it's really dumb and you could and if you watch you can kind of guess pretty early on who the main offender is yeah. and it's like one of those like you know, oh, it's this guy. Oh, wait, no, it's the guy you thought it was the whole time.
0: Right. Yes. And then the guy, the red herrings are also not red herrings. They also kill people. So
1: because <laughs> yeah, everybody in this, everybody in this movie except David Caruso, who is such a fucking wet noodle oh of, of, a, of a leading man in this, he looks, he looks. You, you know what you, you know what you should not look like when you're in an erotic thriller. You should not look embarrassed to be in an erotic thriller. And, and he doesn't even really get a sex scene. He gets, no. the, he gets the start of one, but yeah. he's like, mm, no, I mm. can't. I cannot. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and legally he can't, but also legally he can't get into a hot fucking pursuit. And yet he does that as well. Like, I mean, he should be up on charges. He should not be in public office. This no, for is really
1: running people over with it at a parade with the.
0: Yeah, the yes. The very a, a, slow a, a parade car that literally becomes a, uh, a beyond just a mere crime. It becomes a hate crime at a certain point where where you have to one like it keeps going this trying to drive through a Chinese new year parade or something akin to that. We're not given any ideas because, uh, the Chinese population of San Francisco are about as addressed as the same thing. as like trees and parks. They just exist in this town, but we don't speak to them. they're, they're They're all,
1: they're always all in colorful costumes. (laughs) Right,
0: Almost everyone is in a colorful, colorful costume here for reasons I can't even begin to address. And at one point I was I was very fearful because Victor Wong, our friend from Prince of Darkness and and, uh, uh, you know, Big Trouble in Little China and uh, literally dozens of other movies shows up in a thankless role as a guy who identifies the symbol for jade. Like, you had to go deep into Chinatown for this? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I got a guy on the inside. He knows what Chinese symbol, (laughs) lettering means.
1: (laughs) What? Well, yeah, you you also, you buried the lead that they found this symbol because the murder victim collects little little cigar boxes full of pubic hair.
0: (laughs) And if there's anything you want to collect (laughs) after having sex with somebody, it's... Their hair. <laughs> I, just I just picture with a little I
1: just picture with little little pair of nail scissors in its <laughs> bedside.
0: Now hold on. Now listen, this the sex that I paid for is great. But uh, I have one more request. Here's an extra hundred on the night table, honey. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna snip, snip, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. And that scene where he's
1: just flipping open these these little boxes it's like you know very very tight (laughs) close-up and i'm like i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about this
0: i don't know how anyone is supposed to feel about this it's just like it really feels like unused ideas from basic instinct ideas that were deemed stupid and unnecessary he's like well i'm gonna keep them in a folder i'm going to use this someday it's like uh honey no no you don't need to use that that's a dumb idea you throw that in the ocean you just let that die
1: (laughs) my favorite scene yeah my favorite scene of pearl clutching is uh when they're looking uh, i forget I might have been the victim's house, but they're but they're still going through yet another. You're like, what a freak this guy was. Yeah, and like it's like, oh, the the one guy, the one detective was like, he like picks up a pillow. He's like, oh, this is a pillow. It positions you. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Okay, you're trying to tell me you've never heard of anybody using a pillow to kind of prop themselves up a little bit. Like, you, know, you won't or- believe
0: this. These people want to have better sex. This, <laughs> I can't fucking deal with this. Like, I'm sorry, Larry uh, you, or you, PD or whatever the fuck you, your name is. Some people like to have pleasure while having sex. It's take, not enough to have three pumps and a dump. You know, like, it is so you take, fucking you take, odd you, to say. You
1: take all that weight in your knees like a man. <laughs> don't don't comfortably dispense you know dispense that weight
0: oh my like you might have a better sexual experience and your partner might well well, oh no no
1: whoever heard of such a thing
0: no no no. that is not the way it goes in Petey's household that entire scene (laughs) like that could just be the show we could just talk about the sheer number of dildos because at a certain point why are you buying more? I think you have what you need. Like, is everyone bringing individual dildos and they're like, well, I paid for the sex and I used it here. I'm, I'm not taking this back. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it becomes a repository of everyone's used to dildos. <laughs> oh. who, who has to put them in the drawers after <laughs> like, is that a maid service? Does he have a special person assigned to all right? They had sex at the house they paid me for. It. Now, retrieve the videotape of them having lifeless sex with a woman they paid to do it. And also, put the dildos in the drawers.
1: <laughs> Just throw them in there like Gideon Bibles.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Now, it gets even better because after Petey like, reads the instructions for this you know, sex wedge... Uh, <laughs>
1: David he, he just utterly baffled at this. Like he has <laughs> never heard of anybody using a pillow to, to, you know, help with things.
0: Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, David Caruso was like, oh man, yeah, this is crazy. And then he opens up a mini fridge, not even a, a full fridge, a mini fridge. And he goes, oh, it's full of Cristal, uh, champagne, Wolfgang Puck. This is a fuckhouse. You're right. Wolfgang Puck frozen pizza, that's what throws it into fuckhouse territory. This is a fuckhouse. <laughs> this is a fuckhouse. But it's not a fuckhouse until frozen pizza in a mini fridge. Again, does not keep frozen pizza uh frozen, which is an element of frozen pizza that is necessary for its long-term longevity. <laughs>
1: I I just want I just you know I'm I'm just getting a a great deal of amusement imagining some dude watching this movie and then like inviting a girl over to his house like and then he opens the door he's like hello welcome to the fuck (laughs) house
0: I have all sorts of dildos in drawers don't worry I haven't organized them in any way we're just gonna sift through them as the night goes on now if you get Peckish. I've got unfrozen frozen pizza in the mini fridge. We can just pop that in in the middle of our fuck fest.
1: Yeah, you got the live, love, <laughs> laugh pillow that you are going to use.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some wooden signage. Everything you need for a fuck house. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. like it's
1: sort of like like Joe Estherhouse was listening to the lyrics of, of Super Freak and was like, "Huh? Hmm. How can I make okay. a movie out of that?"
0: Listen, listen, give me six hours and an eight ball, and I think I can push this out. And that's what he did. He totally pushed this out. He sure uh, did. <laughs> leaving a prolapse anus in the shape of Chaz Palmentary. Oh, my eating out God. Linda Fiorentino, one of the most attractive women ever produced on earth in the most unsexy way possible, on her stomach, like. That is not where her vagina is located. Everyone, the vagina is below the stomach. Just if you're looking. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah,
1: I'm really stuck on that. You know, she only does these things because of hysterical blindness.
0: Hysterical blindness. Uh, An idea that we're given when Billy Friedkin, desperate to give this movie any kind of life he can... Uh, equips a cam operator on an escalator at the Los Angeles Convention Center and just sends it up to a random corner where Linda Fiorentino rather listlessly, uh, you know, recounts this speech that she has about how people who, uh, you know, commit violence at work have hysterical blindness. <laughs> uh, somehow this has something to do with the movie and everyone is pissed that she has said this
1: well yeah i mean and also you know it's one of those you know uh great you know she's really talking about herself moments
0: <laughs> it, it only misses her just Lightly tapping her nose as the camera is focused on her, and then one of my absolute favorite scenes in the entire movie when Linda uh, Fiorentino makes a naked phone call to Chance and Terry, <laughs> and um, and I is this? Am I supposed to be erotically charged by the idea of a naked woman making a phone call? Like,
1: I mean, unless they had not unless they had like one of those like super cool video phones
0: well they I mean, do-
1: this is this pre this was pre facetime so yeah i guess I, yeah. I guess i guess you just got to put that image in someone's mind. you could totally do that in jogging pants and a t-shirt yeah right totally yeah. naked right now
0: you can say you're naked you don't even you don't have to actually do it it just gives the impression that she's looking at herself in the reflection of the hotel room doing it and she has chosen the oddest position to be in when she has slid almost her entire ass off of the seat and is trying to achieve the um, almost the Titanic uh, draw me like one of your French girls positions <laughs> on this chair while making a phone call. And it's just like, why, why? <laughs> presumably, Fucking why?
1: Presumably somebody in the making of this movie has had sex at some point.
0: It is doubtful.
1: But, but everybody, all the sex in this movie, and I guess it's supposed to emphasize, you know, the, 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 the coldness, the lovelessness of it, mm-hmm. but it's just, everything is done in the most awkward positions. Like the one, one scene I love in which they, they find the, the, the video of Linda Pirantino, um And she falls out of bed in one scene.
0: Yeah. And then they just uh, yes. they just
1: go ahead and then they just go ahead and just continue it on the floor. And then she, <laughs> and then she has the scene like later towards the end of the movie where she's I guess she's upset that that uh, that David Caruso has has turned her down. Yeah. And he thinks she thinks she's a murderer. So she goes and engages again in loveless sex with an you know, a, a, a yet another position for female oral sex. I'm not quite sure how it works. He appears to have his, his he of doing it directly from the front, which, yeah. no, I, I, that's a little under, the little under. Yeah. You, you can't be just grinding your face, you know, in their pubic bone. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then she's got a stocking pulled over her
0: face for some reason. Like she's robbing a fucking 7-Eleven. Like, and what? it's
1: like, okay, is he choking her? Because that would not be choking her.
0: No, I mean that—that's no.
1: a thing. I I get that, but I mean, yeah. but but like that's just yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're, you're, you know, are you? Do you have a you know high mcdonough fetish? What are you doing here?
0: Is she? I mean, like, is this like I came into your room to rob your jewelry and like, oops? But we're she didn't have it sex. on the whole
1: time. She's she's. <laughs> it's like she stops and wait a minute. Let's Hold make on. this really freaky. I'm gonna pull this <laughs> pantyhose over my head.
0: Oh, and the movie is scored in such a delightfully insane manner. Like it has this faux Mikado that it's constantly playing over. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's
1: trying to be very classy.
0: And then there are moments where the music just stops like the tape ran out and they forgot to loop it or something like that. And it just. 30 seconds later becomes some other musical piece. It it is wild. Um, One of my favorite early scenes when we discovered the body of this, uh, I don't know. I love when you introduce a murder victim by pictures of him with Ronald Reagan and Margaret Margaret Thatcher.
1: Oh, these, these not even Photoshop. Like what would would this just been like somebody cutting out pictures and like gluing them? Because they are a lot of these and they are all... All they're all terrible are, are terrible n- n- not nearly as terrible as as david caruso's you know album of college memories
0: oh jesus christ <laughs> where, they, where they
1: all went to college together <laughs>
0: i mean wow <laughs> it's, not like, sis- it's like
1: david caruso at 40 but like like superimposed over like you know a guy wearing like a you know, university of southern california
0: like they should be wearing sweaters like an animal house that just say college across them <laughs> like no identifying marks um, but this, this guy whose murder sets off the entire investigation, he's killed off camera. Um, uh, but underneath one of the, cause his home is like a a war crime. Like he has all of these antiquities, none of them from America, just stolen from all around the world. And, uh, he's killed behind this silk screen and this, the craziest looking blood comes out from underneath it. It's like they killed a T-1000. It's it is like, so it's, silvery. It
1: is silvery, isn't it? I noticed that. I'm like, why is it like glittery almost? Because it's
0: 1995 and CGI is not great. So when they say like, oh, we'll put the blood in after the fact, like that's as good as blood got, digital blood got in 1995. It looks terrible. Just terrible.
1: And you know what? And it also features one of my very favorite things. That I'm sure i mentioned on this podcast before. In uh, you know, you know, cop thriller, you know, you murder mystery movies, in which mm. this dude is basically—he looks like he's
0: been skinned, yeah. <laughs> and he's nailed to a wall. <laughs> With like I mean, a, the strength it takes to put this person in this position, and he, and he was like murdered incredible. with like
1: an African battle axe or something yeah. like that. And a very serious David Caruso leads in very closely to the body, looks at it for a moment, then says, "This is rage."
0: <laughs> oh, I nailed it in one.
1: Is that right?
0: <laughs> David Caruso is. Swimming in his clothes here, like oh he's my uh,
1: God. Twice Remember in the movie, people just... call him
0: a skinny ass, and it is the most accurate statement in the. Remember entire when film. he
1: was like a thing for a while?
0: I and he left NYPD Blue to do shit like this. Like this was supposed to be him being a fucking movie star. He has zero on-screen dazzle. It is a performance for no one. He just is. Just a a, a skeleton hobbling around, a ginger skeleton, pale as all fucking get out. And we're supposed to believe that Linda Fiorentino, again, one of the most attractive, sexy, sexy women to ever don the silver screen, is torn between this wet fucking noodle who's been dipped in, in Ronald McDonald hair and Chaz Palminteri as the guy who humps you so poorly you cry during sex this is her push and pull <laughs> like wh- who is this movie for who am i supposed to root for
1: yeah he he he's very he like he either looks embarrassed or just looks sullen like when you when he sees uh um Linda Purintino engaging mm-hmm. in these, you know, very, these extremely kinky never before heard of sexual yeah. acts. Like his expression is completely unreadable. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't, what is he, is he turned on by this? Is he repulsed by this? Is he concerned about this? I can't tell because he has no expression on his face and it, and, and, and it's, it's very weird. And I, yeah. I don't know if this was a choice he made or that he's just not a very good actor.
0: Either way, someone at Paramount should have gone, listen, we've watched a week's worth of dailies. I know this will bump up the, exp- the expense of this movie, but there's no way he can be a protagonist in a movie. He's fucking terrible at this. He, he is good in that-, that session nine movie that was shot on digital video. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I guess he was all right in that.
0: Because he's a Long Island asshole in that. Like it completely makes sense. Like he's just yelling and angry and he's great at it. Like if you want to watch a, a great horror movie once, session nine is for you, fully recommend. You're not gonna watch should it, you're not gonna ever want to watch it again. Rent it, but <laughs> it's good. Um
1: Yeah, here, here, here he's here he's supposed to be like I really don't think he's supposed to be the film's moral center. Uh, and yeah, and you yeah. know, he's the only one that doesn't take advantage of her, you know, even though yeah. even though she's you know throwing herself at him.
0: Hey, and, even though he quote unquote loves her. Yeah.
1: Right. And 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 you know, I, I I am unclear as to why they can't be together. I I, I um, they just I don't I don't follow. I I have not been this is the second time I've watched this movie. You now, granted, you know, it's been 25 years since yeah, I watched so it the this first movie. This
0: is time. my second time too. I didn't run to own this on DVD but, once upon a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh god, no, I, I I'm very happy that I did not have to pay to watch this. It's on it's yeah. on Prime. But I'm not, I am unclear as to, you know, if uh, obviously things are not working out with her and Chaz Palm and Terry. I I don't know why. I mean, unless it's just, you know, the money that keeps her. It's
0: money and it's politics because he's so well connected. And I I guess that's some of it. Um, It's just all very confusing and underexplored because ultimately what this is supposed to be is a murder mystery without any mystery to it because every other person you're introduced to is part of it including Richard Crenna an actor I love is yeah. just here slumming it in yeah, one you, set
1: if you if you ever want to hear Richard Crenna say the phrase pussy hair <laughs> you're in luck my friends because he's also a a uh a, an incorrigible scumbag in this <laughs> like everybody except Ava caruso's character
0: yes i mean the one selling point is that there's are just it's like character actor heaven because you have holt mcelaney is his second in he command. He looks like he a,
1: looks like a baby.
0: He looks so fucking young like he just graduated college or something. It's crazy how young he looks in this. And uh, yet Donna Murphy, an actress I also love, looks uh, looked eternal. Like she is never fucking aged. It is wild And you got just,
1: you, you got Michael Bean with a shitty shitty mustache.
0: Oh yeah. I just want to
1: rip that thing off his face. I swear <laughs> to god.
0: But if anyone in this cast, like honestly, if you're going to cast two hot dudes to be torn between Linda Fiorentino, it would be Michael Bean and Holt McCallany.
1: Like, well, I feel like I feel like the main reason he had to grow that mustache or have it pasted on his face or whatever is that You know, basically, David Caruso is like, yeah, no, you can't have somebody more handsome than me on this set.
0: (laughs) I think it's because he's doubling on Tombstone, because he has the same mustache. It
1: worked better in Tombstone, honestly. (laughs) And in Tombstone, he played a much better scumbag.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. But again, none none of these people who are very good actors can save this flaccid script. It is just... And every once in a while, there's, like, a car sequence where you can tell that someone's, like, the car gags when Angie Everhard gets it twice. (laughs) Once, the stunt performer takes the hit and slams into another car, and you're like, holy shit, that looks awesome. And the second time, Gina, it's your favorite. It's an obvious dummy.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right up there with the get bunked, it's an obvious dummy. So, (laughs) like... We haven't strayed too far from the kill by kill tenets.
1: And like I said, I, there's a reason I don't know that we entirely explained why we are taking a little a little detour into erotic thrillers. I mean, predominantly it's because it's fun. They're fun to talk about. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're they're you know they're, they're all they many of them. The majority of them are not good and definitely not sexy.
0: And but, unerotic,
1: it, right? But they're they're yeah. entertaining to talk about. They're they're entertaining to rag on. And there are a few good, genuinely good ones, and we'll get to those.
0: We but, will, but, we but, will vary from here to there. We won't do all terrible ones. But I I feel like if we don't edge to more of the terrible ones than not I feel like we're we're lumbering into territory that you're already accomplishing on a different level well, no, I mean,
1: don't don't worry about that I mean I, you know I could, <laughs> I could talk about these movies you know forever because they're just they're very okay. entertaining to me because it's you know a lot of them very much are are uh you know, trapped in amber looks at you know, what you 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 know, the little old lady from from Des Moines would mm-hmm. be shocked by. But like, sure, yeah, like yeah. I said, in nineteen ninety two it was you know, you. Know, what she's into men and women. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> wah wah wah. Again? Well, they
0: tried that a little bit with Angie Everhart, where she's like, "I'm more into women than to men." And there's right, a, but, they, a, like but this a one high got... straightening in the room, right? But, the, but it's San Fran fucking Cisco, right? Please everybody's continue.
1: so uptight in this, and just like, yeah. you know, oh my god, she likes it where <laughs> you know this this you know major urban area could find no, it could only has one sex worker. Who who will will accept and even enjoy anal sex? I'm dubious of uh, yeah. this claim.
0: <laughs> There's only it has to be one of the biggest businessmen in California or the governor. Those are the only pimps allowed in San Francisco. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, but the, but like they, a lot of erotic thrillers are structured like horror movies. Right. So we think it's still within our, our our wheelhouse to to cover these. And again, they're just fun to talk about.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, we, we stretched the bounds of the show when we decided to cover horror-adjacent music videos. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and I mean, our Patreon, we've gone completely off the rails in a couple episodes. Yeah. We didn't talk about horror movies or anything horror-related at all.
0: Oh, I still think that episode, that punk episode of Quincy is, is completely horrific. <laughs> Uh, We also talked about Space Vampire from Buck Rogers of the 25th Century. Uh, This podcast has lost the plot.
1: Um, Yeah, but we're famous now, so we can do whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) So stick down your pipe and smoke it.
0: We've been described as, quote, very funny in the pages of Variety. I (laughs)
1: agree. I am not going to argue that.
0: No. Um so I mean not to belabor the point it's just it's a very weird joyless movie but I found it intensely watchable like it just is confounding that all these people could not figure out what the movie really was it was just all hinged on oh isn't it naughty we're we're not saying the word anal sex but we're leading up to it but why not just say anal sex like it is fucking bizarre, town. This movie's prudishness is uh, confounding in every single way.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's like a when they you know, kind of you know use euphemisms and 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 you kind of dance around. Everybody's like, you mean she? What? No. <laughs> and it's like you. I mean, it wasn't invented in the nineties.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I honestly believe there are elements involved in this movie like, oh, I don't know, Robert Evans, you better believe it, kid, who's, you know, been attached to some of the biggest movies of all time and also Jade might have just learned what anal sex is. I
1: was going to say, come on, are you trying to convince me that Robert Evans never effed anyone in the A? Come on.
0: (laughs) I don't know, baby. (laughs) Robert doesn't play things that way. (laughs) Nothing against it. Robert's a player. He likes to give <laughs> as well as take, but not through that way. It's just not the way Robert likes it.
1: That's, Robert's an, ex- tried. that's an exit, not an entrance.
0: <laughs> Does he like maybe a finger in it? You better believe it. <laughs> you want to go for two? It might be your night. I mean, come but on, the whole you know, dildo? Uh, I'm not sure.
1: According to Pat Oswald, you know, he fist and killed Gerard. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> oh boy! Any other things to say about this fucking clusterfuck of a motion picture? I mean, it does
1: have some good kills.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, like one thing. I, one thing that's hilarious, particularly about '90s erotic thrillers, is that you can't just you. No one's ever just shot or or, right. or you know stabbed with a knife they're always you know they're always a, a you know, ice picked to death or or mm-hmm. chopped to bits and skinned with a, <laughs> with, a with an African battle axe or or you know the other poor bastard who who could see the people going in and out of the house you've got yeah. like a spear to the face I think that was pretty I
0: think it's the stand that his telescope is on that, 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 was, he that peeps was on them that
1: with. was pretty yeah. grody
0: yeah no that that's a good makeup effect like there's, there's an, a little dash of gore here. It, it
1: has, the movie has some style.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it's it, fucking Billy it, Freakin. It, like, he can't help it.
1: It It is tastefully shot, except for the shot of, you know, a deceased Angie Everhart, you know, full frontal on, on the autopsy <laughs> table. Because for some reason, yeah. she gets her, you know, her head gets rolled over by a car and they have to do an autopsy. On, on how she died. It's like, I don't know, maybe it was a tire tread across her face. Could that have done it, Doc, you know? I guess you need to check to see if she had drugs in her system or anything. But anyway, right. like, you know, you 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 it's it, it, it wants to be and accomplishes at times to be, you know, tasteful with, you know, a little kink to it. But mm. then you've got these god awful sex scenes that just, you know, and and it's, and, and again, I don't know if they're trying to titillate or repel. And mm-hmm. it's just like, that doesn't look fun at all.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Choose your own sex venture. <laughs> and that is where we decide, of all the people in this motion picture, if you had to choose one to be the recipient of the sex, <laughs> the who is the sex. most erotic? <laughs>
1: Are we we talking Jade style or or just Jade? Uh,
0: We're talking any style you want. I mean, it's a full fuck house. They've got (laughs) unfrozen pizzas in the mini fridge. Can
1: can I use the pillow?
0: Oh, yeah. No, of course you can use the pillow. Yeah, you got to get the
1: butt a little
0: higher sometimes. Right, sure. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. Like for me, like Linda Fiorentino is up there. uh, I don't want to put Donna Murphy in this because she's... uh, too classy uh the same for richard karenna for me like they're just too classy so it's either you know linda fiorentino or michael bean i the mustache, the mustache works that, for me
1: really No, the mustache yeah. has got it's got to be a cat murphy the mustache on or off off oh, too bad
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't do just the stash it, it just bothers me
0: yeah
1: uh god for me do we have to pick a a a, a you know one woman and one man or?
0: no you can pick i just i feel it's I mean, cause, down cause to that and, the, and i Angie can't make Everhart, a decision between the two like auntie
1: everhart's a cutie but uh she is uh and
0: she's not bad in this movie no, she's all like, right she's all right she's really not, she's uh okay in this motion picture I, I don't believe her touching her bruises like that's where you're kind of like oh she's you just honey. she don't
1: want to smear that makeup
0: yeah. I mean he's like I
1: I have a crush on Holt McCallany from from Nine sure. Hunter anyway. Oh yeah. Although yeah. I like him more there than in this cuz like here, here he looks kind of like a weird baby man and and
0: <laughs> it's just because he's grown it like, you know, he has that character actor vibe to him now and of course he's, you know, he's always been solidly built. He always like feels like a tailback.
1: Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something
0: like that. And, and and on a Mind Hunters, he's more like a fullback, an yes, aged yes. fullback. Yeah. No, that's I that all works for me. Uh, so that just about does it, Gina. Where can people find you on these here internets?
1: Uh, I write about uh, movies and television at the spool.net and I am on Twitter and Instagram under Gina Does Things as G E N A. And I am so excited that they spelled my name right in the Variety <laughs> ad.
0: <laughs> I mean I would have I would have hey.
1: accepted If they didn't But that was just like you know, A little bit of sugar on top
0: Mm-hmm No No Take it for all it's worth Um Of course you can find us On Twitter And our Facebook group Uh Instagram On Letterboxd Uh We On Patreon, we just released our first Halloween uh, commentary at the end of every month. We're giving a Halloween commentary to everyone at the $5 and above level. And so that's you're getting two shows a month, which I think is a great value if you need more of us. Um, But that just about does it for here. Don't worry, folks. Kill by Kill will be back. The body count will continue. So for myself and for Gina, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.